This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Come on, we've got two hours. Let's be filthy together. Sorry, sorry, we need to restart. Sorry, just sorry, we've got to start again. What's happened, Nat? I just had a bit of minestrone in my teeth. Nat's got a bit of minestrone in her teeth and it's just ruined the whole slick sorry. beginning. So, um, I mean, nobody knew. So take fair. two, take two. Well, I knew, I couldn't go now. Oh, I couldn't okay. know. Were you not able to talk? You've got fair. pasta in your gums. Right, start again. Ian I'm not as up for it now. Welcome to the show. It's Monday, the 30th of July, and I've just realised I've got to pay my road tax. I've got to pay my road tax on my car. That runs out tomorrow. 170 quid, mate, for six months. Absolute money pit. It's not even a good car. It's a second-hand Jeep. It's like, it's a shit tip. I think I need, like, two new wheels on it as well. I'm pretty sure the two of them are bald. Oh, you have to get them fixed. I know, right? That's going to be another, like, 200 quid at least, isn't it, on a Jeep? Mm. Just get a little car. Is this a bad time to ask for a raise? <laughs> Anyway, coming up on the show at 2.30, we have Vix and Maggie from Fuzzbox in the studio. They're going to be chatting about... They've not told me. Not told me. Then it's 3pm. I can't do it. It's the roll the tongue. 3pm. I mean, it's a wanker's trick, in it? It's a roll your arse. It's a skill I can't do. Do you think that's a skill? Yeah, because I can't do it. Really? I've tried. I think it's a proper wanker's trick. Uh, Robert Bathurst is on the phone at three o'clock, ahead of appearing in the Song of Lunch at the Edinburgh Fringe. Boo, boo to the Edinburgh Fringe. Then at 3.15, we have actor Louis Threlfall in the studio. He appears in BBC One's Age Before Beauty, which is starting to, tomorrow, I think. Yeah, 9pm. On, on BBC One. On BBC One. Boo. <laughs> Boo to BBC. <laughs> They're all wankers there. Oh. Sorry, breaking breaking news, it's got Robson Green in it. Nats just tell me, it's got Robson Green in it. Ian Have you ever met a BBC producer that wasn't a wanker? <laughs> Yes. In all your life, haven't yes, you? Yes, I have, yeah. Well, no, not, they might not seem to wanker at first, but they didn't turn out to be a wanker in the end. I think that's a bit targeting the whole everybody. Well, from my, exp- right, from my experience... You've not met all of them, have you? Well, all the ones I've met... OK, fine. ...have all ended up being wankers in the end. Do you want to go on a road trip around the different BBC around the country and meet them, all of them, so we can... I, I say what I desperately don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I desperately don't want to be one of them people that just slags off the BBC all the time. Yeah. But that is my feeling. Okay, well... But I don't want to ever be that, do you know what I mean? So I don't want to be the person that would slag it off. I think as an organisation it's fucked. I really do. Why? I genuinely do. I think it has been for years. A million reasons, but I don't, I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. So don't Because be. you just sound like you're being bitter or whatever. And it's, yeah. You know, 
I've left the BBC under a cloud many times, but the last time I left it, I left it my eye fucking walked. That's a funny expression. What? Under a cloud. Where's no, there were from? clouds. There were loads of clouds. <laughs> Sorry. You never left there when it was sunny. No, no. Never. Uh, it's just like coincidence of weather. I mean, but if you left here right now today, it'd be under a cloud. Very cloudy outside. I here. left BBC London under a cloud. Of Certainly. rain? No, no. Just under, like, they just rang on, like, a Tuesday or something and said our show wasn't on anymore. Oh, OK. And we thought we were going in on the Saturday. <laughs> Okay, well, that gave you a bit of notice. Yeah, so that was under a cloud. Well, we didn't get to do a final show. That's mm. what was a bit disappointing That's about often that. the way that it happens, though. Because you think you're going to dick about in yeah, final show, which, gonna... which I definitely would have. Exactly. So, I, like, I, I definitely, definitely would have. So I think there's a, there's a concern that if you tell people like, that's going to be your last show and then you get them go on air, they can go a bit rogue. But and... the, the beauty of it now, though, isn't this a good thing about the entertainment business now, is the beauty of it now is I wouldn't need to do a last show. Because mm. I could just go and make my own last show and put it online. Very true. Yeah. Like quite easily Very now. True. And just broadcast it myself. Mm-hmm. So I could go and say all the things I wanted to say. In fact, things I probably wouldn't risk saying actually on air. Sure. I could just go and do Not it online. Not on an Ofcom now. regulated no. environment. No. BBC yeah. Ofcom regulated. Yes, yeah, I think all, right. all FM. Um, well, that one left under a cloud. Um, Radio 4 Extra I walked from. Okay. So. You haven't tried all the BBCs. That's pretty much it, really. <laughs> you haven't been Radio 1, have you? Radio I've, 2, I've been in Radio three, 1. 5. I've been in Radio 2. I've been in it. Yeah. Been in it? Been in it. Been, been inside in, like, it. They haven't been on it, as in on air, right? I just find it. <clears throat> Do you know what? I spe- Welcome to the show, by the way. I spoke to my mum about this the other week, um, and I think I hit on something mm. when we were discussing it, um, which was that... I've I've noticed the trend in radio producers. And do you know what? This could even apply to you. This is horrible because it could apply to you. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. What to I'm going to say this, this this isn't aimed at you. Sure. Just so you know, I was about to say what well, I said to really my mum, and then I've realised that this also could could apply to you. Right. So I'd actually like to hear you can re- rebut this or oh, hear okay. firsthand. Okay. I've noticed the trend in radio producers, and even more guilty of this, talent finders. Right, people who are meant to develop talent, mm-hmm. right? Particularly in the BBC, from my experience, that they're all trying to get on air themselves. No, not no, everybody. No, that's been my experience. Not of it. everybody. Okay. There are some people, and it only came about with you, really, because of I wasn't ever coming in here. Oh, going, yeah, you didn't. Oh, but you didn't push yourself on no, air. Not at all, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not aiming to you, but, I, but I've noticed. That it's all, and I guess with the rise of Twitter as well, this probably comes yeah. into it, where people who are meant to be behind the scenes end up being personalities themselves. I mean, there's been some... Photographers are the fucking same for it now. It does my fucking head. being in the photo. No, photographers going, you've got to credit me on fucking everything all the time. It's like, oh, no, no yeah, you're doing yeah. a behind-the-scenes job. Right. But they I do want the credit on a photo. I think that's all right, isn't it? Not fucking everywhere, all the time. You shouldn't have to put it on your Twitter. You shouldn't have to put a photo by, and oh, we, okay. know, we know the name that comes up the most. It's such an egomaniacal thing. And it's like, well, all right, I'll do that. But I'm having the photos for fucking free. You're not... We, I, I, I or one has paid for those photos. You paid for it to mm. use for your publicity. You shouldn't then be duty-bound okay. to credit the photographer all over the fucking place all the time. I don't know talking about, so I don't know what you're talking about. But, okay, but I understand with producers... You do know who I'm talking about. I don't. You I don't totally know any do. photographers. You tell me in a minute and I'll see if I know who, who they are. Right. So I don't know. Is I, it, I know you know. Is it... Oh, okay. <laughs> don't say is it. No, I don't... No, I'm, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt by not, not saying a name. And I, only, literally the only female photographer I know is Annie Lee. I mean, not personally, that I've heard of is Annie Leibovitz, and right. I'm pretty sure it's not her that you're talking about. Might be. Okay, well, I like Annie. 
But uh, all Annie's. Why do you even know her name? Why is she a personality? But go on, anyway, um, anyway. But, uh, yeah, but I know what you mean. There have been, you know, I myself have done producing on lots and like probably probably hundreds of shows over the yeah. years and then they just don't go on out but there are sometimes when producers come in and they've sort of maybe put on their CV that they'd actually yeah, like you to can be say they want it and, and, and yeah. I found that particularly bad at the BBC of really? people not necessarily being on air but just wanting to be well known as being the, do you know what I mean so, mm. sort of a celebrity-ish in their own right right there was a talent um I'm going to be really careful because I don't want to get sued and he's the sort that would. Yeah, please do. Um, oh, yeah, it'd be you that got sued. I can just say his name, can't I? Um, it's, uh, there was somebody who was in charge of developing new talent at the BBC okay. many years ago who like, sh- should probably be in jail for fraud, I reckon, or for... No, they should, because all, all he did was push forward his own career. Right. But he was in charge of developing talent. Okay. That was his job maybe, at the BBC. Maybe he realised he was bringing talent. Talent. No, that's what, Well, then he needs to fuck off out that job then. Right. Because if, you're, if your job is a talent spot, bring people into the BBC to nurture them and develop them, if that's your job to oversee that, you shouldn't be using that job to then push yourself in front of camera and then push your own career. Because what's happening then is you're not doing your job and people are being excluded mm. from the opportunities that you're employed to provide them with. Okay. That's fraudulent. Oh my god, I've got so many questions to ask you, but I'll ask them all when you go to a song. Should I put a song on <laughs> yeah, now? <laughs> I need to know. To make a note, because I think I might know who you mean. But, uh, well, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure. But obviously, but that's what he it, did. Right, okay. That is exactly what he did. Okay. And it's disgusting. Right. But that no, that is disgusting. Okay. That is well, terrible. Anyway, Louis Threlfall's coming on with a new BBC show tomorrow. BBC One. <laughs> so you haven't mentioned any of the TV shows, so we haven't talked about... They were I'm not slagging off producers. the BBC no, as an organisation. I'm good, slagging off the people shows. that were there. Okay. That's my experience from it. There, but, must, there must be I've met good some people nice people at BBC there. Cornwall. I, I can't speak for them. Exactly. There's some nice... So Do you know what? I worked at BBC uh, Merseyside once. Lovely. The staff there were all right. But then again, I didn't have to work with them in a career way. So I didn't okay. have to work with them and see the nasty side of them. Mm. I don't, honestly, I'm, I've had this weird thing this last two weeks. I think I've had a bit of a breakdown okay. where I've been thinking in my head, why am I protecting anybody anymore? But what do you mean by protecting people? Well, just why am I not telling all these stories? I've because got so then many. You'll get sued. You well, can't be going no, public. Only, with... only if they're false. Okay. But you would these be stories like, are in true. your experience, you can't yeah, say yeah, a person yeah. is a dreadful that's, person. That's tacit. No, right. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying anyone's a dreadful person. I'll okay. say if they're out of order. All right. Well, let's not do it. Today's Which is not the obviously day. my judgment call. Today's not the day. I think it is. It's the hundredth oh. show. No, that's the next one. No, it's today, because I've decided. I mean, I know technically this is the ninety-ninth show. Yeah, it is the ninety-ninth of this show. Yeah. So this, that doesn't include. No, Peacock this, and Gamble. You as Ray or Peacock or I mean Gamble. You are. You were Peacock. Peacock and Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the stuff with Angela. No. You as Ray. Is this you as Ian Boldsworth? So a hundred of me as Ian. Yeah. So not e- this doesn't even include some nonsense with Ray Peacock. No, you've done. I mean, if you look at it, you've done I way over. Done you've them. probably done a couple of hundred, haven't you? There with everything, but specifically today for Ian, happy birthday! You are one hundred. No, next not today. Monday. Next um, Monday. But then, what better time <laughs> than in that case no. for us to have a celebratory atmosphere where I just blow the lid on some of these fucking idiots that we're work in show business? We're going today. We're not. Why? Doing that. There's no. No. People not. can do it to me as well. I've done things that people could call me out on. Okay. Definitely well, not. Um, career things where I've been wrong where I've been like a bad person so I don't, I don't believe I ever have right. I really don't I don't think I've ever stabbed anyone in the back ever okay 
I've misbehaved him in real life. Of course you have. But only, in, only in a cheeky, charming way. Exactly, a naughty little boy Probably way. a sex addict. Oh, okay. <laughs> Revelation number one on probably, the 100th show. Probably all down show. to that. 99 no. show. I've, I've, um, I've been cheeky and naughty in my real life, but, mm. but I don't think professionally I've ever stabbed anyone. In fact, I, no, I don't think. I definitely haven't. Okay. I've definitely never screwed anyone over. I mean, I thought we'd just go have a nice chat about cats. Why? Because you said about everyone wants to be a cat. Right. And I said I didn't. Do you not think a better time to have that chat would be if I played the song? Yeah, but I thought, I thought it was going <laughs> to happen. Rather than saying it. I mean, a spoiler for what's happening later. At the beginning. You also told me you're going to stop swearing. I, ha- I have. Look, I haven't done it at all. Have you not swear today? No, so I have. I, I mean, have. no, in, on, on air. Oh, not at all. Really I don't not? do it that very often anyway. How easy Only if you, like, what push if a balloon I on me. Try, if I do what? Push a balloon on me or, like, do Ooh. something. Or grab my... F- grab my... Grab any- no, don't do that. What? No, don't knock over my water. Snatch your water over. Why? <laughs> what were you doing if I do it? No, stop it. What are you doing? Why? Are you getting annoyed? No. Well, no. You're pushing a monitor towards my microphone. It's not... <laughs> Is it annoying you? It's a little bit annoying. Call me a name. If, if I just swear, will you just stop? Now you're trying to throw the iPhone cord into my tea. No, that's a mouth <laughs> that you're throwing at me. What? Swear. What do you want me to say? I'll just say I want it. you to if get it angry. This nonsense, I'll just swear. I want you to get angry and call me a cunt. Uh, no, I'm not that's saying, what, I'm not that's saying what that word. Happened. No, stop throwing... Now he's throwing a pen at me. <laughs> Get angry at me, Matt. Oh, oh cup of coffee. No! <gasps> call, I mean, Call me a cunt or I'll pour it over the... All right. Stop it, you cunt. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> so that's it. So, no Matt's not going to swear anymore. That's, that's so I that. didn't want hot coffee on me. Oh, I'll tell you what, when you swear, you're a cold, hard bitch, you are. She's not stopped talking, Natalie, across from me, for the entirety of that song. I didn't even realise you had your headphones on. I had headphones on, and I was looking down. I was messaged someone, and then I looked up and just saw that your mouth was moving. Because when I've got the headphones on... Can't hear anything. Because all I can hear is the music at that point. And then... I was doing all the stuff. That's when you were still talking, and then I I took one ear off. Mm. You're just banging on still. But when we get on air, you've got nothing left to talk about. I'm following your lead. You're not. If you were, you'd be quiet. <laughs> you'd be quiet off air. Okay. Not quiet now. Now I need you talking now. All oh, right. Sorry. So I don't know. Would you what, tell me what to do? <laughs> don't try and make I'm out scared. this is an abusive relationship. Because <laughs> if anyone's being abused, it's you by making me be this way. Oh, I'm, so I'm abusing myself. <laughs> you're making me. You're making me be this way to you, Nat. It's your fault. I'm confused. You said horrible? if anyone's being abused, it's me. Like, as in me, yeah. not you, me. You're abusing me by making me angry at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening here now. Okay. Well, I'd so, like to make you not angry. 100th show, Nat. It's the 100th... Next Monday. It's the 100th show. Next Monday from 2 till well, 4. No, but then we're not... That's a pre-record tonight, isn't it? I know, but we can't just change time and make this the 100th show. Well, we can't. What? Like, if we'd have just said it's the 100th show... No one would Like, people would have gone and fucking counted. No, but they will see it, because it says show one, show two. It numbers well, it. Well, pretend one's been deleted or Oh, right, okay. Because of that woman, you know, the one who... But the show wasn't deleted. No, but we'll pretend it was. You know okay. the, you know what I, I mean? I know, the one I know. who she was the one uh, that we, no, we do not speak the name <laughs> at all. I thought if we have 100th show now, though, we could have like people calling and that. Oh, and well, why don't we just say, do a say the, say the best in. memories? Oh, I'd like that, actually. Please call in 0330 223 0200 for your best memories. Just of Ian as Ian Boldsworth, not of Peacock. No, you can, you can have mem- You're allowed memories of other things. But the memories of the show, maybe, of you as Ian. We're not just yeah. celebrating your life. You're not, you're not personally 100. It's not this is your life. Why can people never celebrate me now? (laughs) 
Silent Mark has. He's tweeted in. Hi, Ian and that. Has he celebrated me or not? First Monday off in ages, so hello. Hello, Silent Mark. I saw on this morning today a woman who had covered her husband's house in pig's blood because he cheated on her. That is TV worthy and I'm not allowed on TV. The fuck? Oh, sorry. He's made me swear. What do you want us... No, you you broke the swearing because you said the C word earlier on. Um, What do you want us to do about it, Mark? (laughs) I can't... Do you want me to promote your career? Hey, everybody. Call There's in. a great guy called Silent Mark, and he is, um, what is he? He's... <laughs> he does radio stuff. He does some radio. I think he's done, didn't he do a uh, comic? Did a comic as well. Comic, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got married recently for Gave Up. Didn't yeah, he got married, so didn't... come on, television, get Silent Mark on the telly. Don't be yeah. fooled by the name, he doesn't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tear up, Mark. <laughs> Hello, Mark. I'm a big fan of Mark, I like, I like him a lot. a lot. I like Mark a lot, too. Um... Well, that sounds like a good this morning, but Mark, what is your favourite memory of me? Of Ian Boldsworth, please. Yeah, it doesn't Do you, have to be just the show. You can tweet in that, right, as what's well? Your fa- you can if you want to, yeah. What, what's, what's your favourite memory of me? You can e- email if you'd like to, ian at foobarradio.com, or why not call at 0330 with your favourite memory ever yeah. of Ian. come on, everyone. <laughs> Let's have... <laughs> Like a, this We've is got three guests. We don't need to pack the show. No, we don't. We need to, maybe um, the next one. But that's, but, no, the next one. No, the well, next one's packed as well. Yeah. Packed too. yeah. Oh, we'll, do um, a quick, well, maybe just one thing of your memory and make the memory twenty right, seconds. Come on, everyone, ring up right now. O three three o two two three o two hundred. You'll come straight on air. What's that thing? Didn't. Isn't that what like shock jogs do when they're on? Oh, any straight callers? to air, basically. Oh I'll no, put no, you straight on air. No, there's a thing about it because obviously you need to vet callers if you're oh, right. on a station. You need to see what they say in case they say something that might be inflammatory, defamatory, okay. racist. No but one's here, called yet. No one's. But here called. we're like, so they do this kind of like, oh, it's risky, straight to air. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it is a risk. In I all thought honesty. it was more sort of encouraging people to sort of, you know, get in touch because they're not getting any callers. No, I can tell you what happened. No, I'm not going to tell you on air what happens if you don't get callers. What happens? You just make you people that. I mean, but you're not allowed to do that, are you not? I mean, what? you could do it here. You could do that here. What do you mean? Make up? No, I'm not saying make up callers, but it's because I, I know this because it happened to me over. You were uh, someone on that, this station? No, 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 no. Uh, or what someone station? that does. I'm not saying because I'm not saying because a friend of mine that was presenting a show, and so yeah. I was like, let me text in yeah. with a bit of encouragement, and then I got a call back saying, hey, loved your text. Would you like to come on air? That that's something that happens. And then did you go on air? I said, no, I'm too shy. So I didn't. Right. Because I knew that he'd know my voice. So I was like, oh, right. So the presenter yeah, yeah. didn't know you'd no, done that. No, he didn't know. And I didn't want to put him off on his one of his first shows. Oh, I think that's slightly different, isn't it? To actually being in a studio where the producer is running around sending false texts to make it oh, to no, make the show sound Oh, no, that busy. doesn't happen. It definitely does. People Maybe get it used pulled to, up but, that but, all the but time. People are in, there was you, a you recent one. There was oh, one was recently. Yeah, I, can't, I actually can't remember. I'm not okay. being um, tactful. I actually can't remember who it was, but I read it recently about a radio station where they had false... It was someone quite well-known as oh, well. okay. So just someone was texting to be sort of looking... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, a producer was making it sound busier than it was. Okay, because Which cause you should be some... doing now, really, because there's... Oh, hang on. Oh, someone's on. there, though. I see Toby. Yeah, but this doesn't count. Who is it? Barry? Hello, mate. Hi, yeah. Uh, Hi! You don't, mate, you he don't does count. count. He does count. He's got memories of you. Oh, shall I, shall I go? No, no, no. <laughs> He's such a sensitive little snowflake, Barry Dodds. <laughs> um, lovely to hear from you, mate. Uh, do you know what? It occurred to me yesterday that you called me when you were driving and then we got cut off on the phone and you were telling me at the time how tired you were and how you didn't want to be driving anymore and you had done a really long day and you were fucked and then I didn't hear from you again for the rest of the day and I didn't want to check on you. <laughs> Not even a text. I know, that's really bad, man, isn't it? I had a really bad night last night. Oh no! Well, sorry. Just down in the dumps and stuff. So, but oh. it, but that's not the reason I didn't call. I literally forgot. All right, I'll <laughs> um, Did you get home safe? I did. I did. I got home safe. I was very, very tired. 
Um, you went to Kendall yesterday. Oh, Kendall calling. Oh, yeah. Nice. Let's not talk about it. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're performing there, right? <laughs> well, it, well, In the that, loosest sense that, of the that, word. That, that, that is a word. <laughs> oh, I was at a calling yesterday, Stand-on calling. We both were at calling. I know, was at Kendall calling. Right, different callings. You probably read about it. Oh, no, what happened? I read that it was so good, five-star review. Is that what you Did mean? you? Did you read I that? I read that. Why did you bring on who got that? Barry? I'm sorry? I was talking not... to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of this is aimed at you. <laughs> Oh, sorry. sorry. I think I must have cut out for a sec. Sorry, what did you say? Uh, don't worry, it's too much to go back over again. OK, and um, what's your memory of Ian, Barry? Your favourite memory of well, Ian? Okay, um, can... Yeah, that's, that's what I was ringing up for, mm. my favourite memory. OK. Um, I think my favourite bit was Oh, the shit, organizer. don't tell him about the... What? You're not going to tell him about... I mean, that's all, the thing I'm thinking of, and we're both thinking of, is obviously your favourite memory, but don't... What? I'm not ready to have that out in the open yet, mate. Is this off Ian on the show, or are you in <laughs> That's not... That's going to... OK. That's going to do damage to both of us, that, mate, if you Pick an alternative that. memory, then, Barry. What's your other favourite memory of Ian? <laughs> my my favourite memory of Ian and the show was the organised campaign to burn down Nissan showroom. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah! That's, I think that was mine, Barry! That's your favourite bit. Do you know yeah, what? Yeah. I never got around to doing that. Because I do believe, genuinely, hmm. that the way Nissan treated me warrants them being burnt down. Okay, no one's being burnt down. There's no burning. Can I, I'd like to give... That's not happening. Thanks for reminding me, actually, no, no, Barry. No, no, no. Because I do think that, that treating customers in that way... It, it, you've got to make a stand at them points. Yeah, but do you know not, what I mean? not by burning things. <laughs> no, but... What if I didn't have a radio show? Nobody would ever hear about it, would they not? No. So really, I, I would say people should take those things into their own hands. No, not with There'll be loads not of people matching. treated badly by companies go, who haven't got radio shows. Okay, fine. And then people, I think, those companies that mistreat them, they should burn them down. You can't just go around burning... I, oh, everywhere would be on fire, wouldn't it? Well, then maybe that would be the wake-up call <laughs> <laughs> that the world needs. Maybe if you look out the window and everything's on fire, it's like, yeah, do you know what? I'm fi- finally, them pricks got what they deserve. Well, all right, well, I've got... I'm like, not speaking just about Nissan No, now. I know. All right, well, I've got a local pharmacist. Every time I go in there, he gives me a problem because he thinks I'm tall. I'm going to set fire to the chemist, am I? Fucking, you're too right. You should... But what's he called? Burn it down. Oh, just the chemist. What, yeah. what's, <laughs> what's that chemist called? I don't and know, we'll actually. put it out on air and we'll encourage people to go and burn it down. No, no, no. No one's burning down my local pharmacy. <laughs> Barry, what have you set fire to recently? Um, well, well, I'd like to start to add to the campaign. Can we um, make, make an attempt to burn down Sony? Sony? No, yeah. no, yeah. no, no, no. Let's burn down Sony. No, we're not burning down Sony. <laughs> what, yeah, for what reason, um, mate? Oh, I've had another warning. Um, right, now, here we go. Mm-hmm. So just to recap for people that don't know, because I think a lot of this has been on the Parapod. Um, Barry was uh, an Xbox user. That's, for, yeah, that's by Sony, for his right? gaming, that's Microsoft. Microsoft, yeah. And unfortunately, he's no longer allowed to <laughs> because he got banned from it. By Sony? <laughs> for abusing French children. You're not, not sexually, I, I... Well, not that I know of. So I need to call a lawyer in for this show? No, no, it's fine. It's what? Fine. This just actually happened. Oh, so I'm confused, though. Why have Sony banned you if it's Microsoft? Well, if you let, if, if can right, get a word in edgeways, I can tell you. All right, tell me. Barry got banned off wind off Microsoft. He got banned off Xbox for abusing children. Please, right. I need more. Well, I need context. Did you well, think I, that I was going to say the end? I need to hear more. Go on, Barry. What do you want to put right with that comment? Is that true uh, or not? Uh, no, no, it wasn't a kid. It, it was a group. It was a. It was a, a team of. Um, and they were French. But, um, <laughs> were there any children in it? I, no, no. They sounded like adults. The way that they were I'm pretty sure you told on. me, and because that was one of the issues, because you said they shouldn't have been playing it anyway. 
no, that was Mortal Kombat. Okay, so you have done that as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's been lots of abuse on many platforms across many games. Right, so, but you, you have potentially abused children online. Um, can we stop this? <laughs> what the, I'm asking yes. you! <laughs> Just say no, Barry, and then it's done, isn't it? No. Right, no, okay. I have not. Okay. So, um, so, so, you, so you've age-checked everyone that you've been abusive to online? <laughs> right, anyway, so Sony <laughs> have sent me a warning again. Barry, let me just pause you, mate, for a second. Yeah. Um, so Barry had to leave Xbox mm-hmm. and he had to get a PS4 instead, which is Sony. Which is Sony right, so yeah. it was his fresh start. It was his, his, Basically, Barry was then able to go, right, I can get back online, I can play online, should have learned his lesson, I'll mm-hmm. behave myself now, I'll play in the, in the spirit of the game that's meant to be. Um, and now Barry's called us today to tell us that he's had a warning off Sony now, so let's hear it. It was, it was in... The, there was this bloke who um, I'd been having an argument with in a game, and then he sent me a message calling me a prick. And then I sent one can't, back can't, calling him something. Not, can't find anything wrong with this so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, there was a lot of backward and forward. There's certain illnesses were mentioned to people's <laughs> family members. And from who and to then, from who to who? Oh, tip for tat. We're both doing it. What 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 did you, what did he say to you? Do you know what? I can't 100% remember, and I can't check either, because moderation at Sony have deleted all the messages. Should hope so. But apart apart from the message at the end where he goes, anyway, do you fancy a game? Right. We were just, we were just having a bit crack on. So what what, who, what illness was mentioned from who? <laughs> just tell me, it's fine. <laughs> what illness did you mention, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate, 100th show, that's it. I can't, I can't say it now because I'm laughing. It's flu, right? No, what illness was it, Barry? <laughs> yes, it, it, it was the Barry, flu. what illness was it? <laughs> I can't say it now. Come on, just say it. No, you can say it. You can say oh, it. Oh, God, AIDS. AIDS, it was AIDS. Okay, so right. AIDS. So you, you mentioned the illness of AIDS <laughs> to this stranger online. No, no, he said it to me. Oh, he said it to you, okay. So yeah. what? And, he said, he, 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 and then I said that I got it off his brother or something like that. It, 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 was, it was a lot of tip for that. So he said that you've got AIDS. <laughs> no, he wished it on me. He wished AIDS on you. Yeah. And you said that you've already got it, you got it from his brother. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, quick age check, as you should. Um, how old are you, Barry? 37. Right. Well, I've made it. I've made a decision today. So what short you- of um, going to Japan and uh, is Japan is. Do you say that with Jeremy Hunt today? Don't mm. try and change the subject. I did, I did, oh, yeah. no, I'll come back to it. Jeremy Hunt. Um, he, his wife. He, he said that she's um, Japanese, but she's actually Chinese. Do you right. say that? Well, maybe you didn't know. Would have. Well, you think you'd know the song? But anyway, um, so yeah. So <laughs> I've decided now that things are over with. Um, so I think I'm going to sell my um, PlayStation. Right, he's going to stop gaming full stop. I think so, yeah. I think that's, pro- not- that's probably wise, mate. If you've been banned yeah. from the two major platforms, <laughs> then maybe it's just not for you. Maybe you just can't <laughs> control yourself, mate. Maybe, yeah. I mean, so if anybody... Oh, yeah, there's a good platform for it. If anybody wants to buy a um, uh, PS4 to the Pro version... Um, it's not eBay, this show. <laughs> let him do it. Come on. Um, what games have I got? You can. Um, there's Titanfall Two. How much you're looking for? How much you looking for this? Oh, I'm open to offers. I don't know. I don't know what they what they go for. I've not looked into it. Like, o- honestly, mate, fuck all. Really? Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, 
not great for resale. Oh, well. I'll anyway. have it. Just give it me if you want. <laughs> have you still got your <laughs> VR? Oh, no, no, it's not bad. It's that long gone. Yeah. Um, no games coming out for that now. Nothing at all. It just looks rubbish. Well, um, that was our weekly roundup with Barry. Ga- got, games review. <laughs> I have one favourite memory of you two both being on the show. It was when I used to like, even though I used to get not like enjoy watching them, I used to like Barry's little horror film. Like, uh, do you know what? I, I completely like forgot that was that even was, a thing. Yeah, I forgot I, about oh, that. I enjoyed that. Film review. Yeah. But that was surely that was Ray Peacock. Oh, maybe. Well, you said any in any context over the years. You put that out there. I said just yeah, you. Yeah. You said it could be Ray, but I think it might have been Ray. But I enjoyed that. I think my favourite memory of Barry on this mm. show, if I could do tit for tat, because mm-hmm. Barry's so fond of that. Um, I think my favourite memory was when we recorded not recorded when we broadcast from that other studio yes. when Barry came in and he sat oh. on a little chair he put me on the little chair yeah I sat next to Nat's ankle <laughs> and you were stood up that's actually that's actually quite true it was a very little chair um, yeah that, I think that's my favourite memory I can't remember anything about the show itself I remember we talked about Eden Lake did we mm. I just remember Barry sat on a little chair and how funny it yeah, was yeah it was I liked that. <laughs> do you know what? There's a there's a scene in the film that I was laughing at in the same way the other day. I did an editing day the other day, and there's a scene in the film where Barry is really little. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's when I'll tell you where we. Uh, no, I'll tell you where we were. It was very very late at night. We were sat at a table, me and you and someone else. Oh yeah. And because of the way it's been shot, you look like you're really tiny. <laughs> Well, I didn't do it on purpose. That wasn't me that did it. Oh, whilst you're there, Barry, Joe at Robot Warus has tweeted, and my favourite memory of the show is finding out Barry has three testicles, unless I dreamt that, but I'm sure it happened. No, he has got three bollocks. Okay. No, had. <laughs> no, I think Bar- Barry three balls is important. No, they took it away. Oh. My mum. Jonathan's also tweeted in saying, um, what is Barry's PSN ID? Was that, I don't know it's no use here, Jonathan. <laughs> not a chance. And also, it's no use here. It's banned. Oh, no, I'm not banned. I oh. just had a warning. Oh, okay. Sorry, also, Silent Mark said, uh, my fa- all, all my favourite <laughs> memories. This is my favourite memory of him as well. Was when you and Barry Dodds told the story of him introducing Junior Simpson. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I think we all love that story, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that story. Remember that story. And, yet, and yet you've got the audacity to come on here and call out Jeremy Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> the person that did that to Junior Simpson is happy to come on the radio and go, look what Jeremy Hunt has done. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what Jeremy Hunt didn't do, Barry. <laughs> right, I've got a, I've got a girl, mate. I've got guess. like more guests than I need. Oh, that's all right. to no, the no, guests. It We've got lots of guests. <laughs> I didn't mean right, that like have, that. Have fun. All right, man. Have a, have a uh, lovely afternoon, I, please. Who have you got on? Fucking look at get, go back to that, listen to this because yeah, this is important. The tweet there from Jim. Jim Sterling's Sterling. oh, yeah, just Jim said, Sterling. "Listen to Food by Radio and Infinite Hermit." That's me. Just ask Barry does for a VR. Ian still won't just buy one. Also, Barry, stop getting banned from video games, you cheeky little swear boy. That's fair enough, that Jim. Mm. <clears throat> but I'm not asking him for his VR. I was asking him then to see if he had more to sell. I was trying to get him a better deal. But I will still have yours if it's going, Jim. <laughs> I'll pay half postage for I have America. a nice memory of Jim being on the show. Actually, now that's brought that back. It might have been Ray, it might have been Ian when Jim Sterling was on the show. That was a nice chat with him, wasn't it? Oh, nothing specific. No, I, no, I remember <laughs> guests that I like. Oh, it's see. And I remember you trying to get him to send you one of his helmets. <laughs> um, I'm looking more for memories of, like, specifics. Oh, okay, specific, rather than right, I don't okay. want to sit here and just try and recall all the oh, guests right, that okay. we've had on. <laughs> okay. Um, but thank you for your memory, Barry. Uh, no problem. 
and um, I shall catch up with you later on. I'm glad you're back home safe. And yeah, I hope you can get good. I hope you can get a little bit of rest today, ideally. Yes, I've got today off then as stupid with the driving again. All right, sweetheart. Well, sleep very well if you do have a sleep. <laughs> Why? Get yourself sleep? rested. Don't be getting angry because when you get angry, you go online and swear Oof. at people, don't you? Uh, that's you not, not that's not serving anyone. That is it, Barry. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll see you later. Bye. Have a listen to this, Barry. Just have a listen to this. Yes, sir, honey. It happened this is on nice. one of them listen to this. days. Now that's the kind of day. When you can't open your mouth. That ended weird, didn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. Sort of faded itself out. Faded itself in and faded itself out. That's like watching a bit of film. Mm. What are you doing? What are you looking over there for? It's not my mic. My mic one, though. Oh, of course, you're on a different mic. No, not that one either. That's the phone. That, that one. one. <laughs> no, not that one. Is it this one? Not that one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> we're all on, we're all on. Right. right. Um, so the reason I'm talking about with mics is we're joined now by Fuzzbox. Hey, hey for Fuzzbox! Oh, you've lost, you've lost none of this, then. This giddiness. <laughs> no one might be worse than I was, actually. Do you know what? We're joined by... Um, just say hello and when I introduce you. So we're joined now by Vix. Hello. And Maggie. Hello. From Fuzzbox in the studio. I'll just tell you, by the way, um. is that Nat said to me earlier on, um, uh, it's Vix and Maggie. And she went, I'm sure... She went, is that, is that all Fuzzbox is now? Just them too. And I went, I'm not really sure. And she said, I'm sure there was one called Vicky. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. And I, I did say that. I was like, who do you think Vix is? <laughs> Victoria, if you rather. Okay. We'll go with Vex. Yeah. Do you know what? I was listening to one of your albums not um a week ago, I think it was. Did you love it? I uh, no, I absolutely do. I really, really do. Oh. Um and I um I was listening to one of the albums and I was uh, redoing my office, I was changing all my office around, and I just basically went through all old vinyl from years and years ago. Yeah. So it's like lots of wonder stuff as well in, in there and Ooh. all that sort of stuff. And I, I was just playing it all the time and, I, and it was a Fuzzbox album. And then I went on Twitter and saw I think it was you, Vix, was <gasps> had just followed me on Twitter. Is that right, or was it's it you? Know, no, I've been, I've been stalking you. Ian. No, no, no. I saw, but it, it really, it, but it, it like really shocked me. And then I came in and said, "Have we got Fuzzbox on the show?" Too? And that was like, "Yeah." She went, "How do you know?" I went, "It all makes sense now." <laughs> but it Absolutely. really freaked me out. Well, they nearly tried to kick us out of the studio then because we'd heard you say that you've got more than enough guests. So basically, know, security right, came, wasn't that bad. strong-armed us, trying, but we were like dragging our heels, and oh, we said, "No, no." I was even as that came out of my mouth, I was dreading that somebody would be next door. Listening to that, that was I guess. I didn't mean it like that. So I, I <laughs> no, really, no, no, really no, didn't it's, mean it's it. It's perfectly like fine because we had a, a chat, and I think we're sufficiently mentally deranged <laughs> to be on this. And I think you'd have missed yeah, out. I think you're right. And do you know what? I will tell you now. I would bump any of the other guests for you. Of course, yes. you would. So you, so would, you would be the last people I would bin. <laughs> Uh, Robert Batters, he can fuck off. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Louis Threlfall, I've not met him before, I'm sure he's no. a lovely lad, but I, I wouldn't have him on above you. He sounds like an idiot, doesn't he? He's a lovely <laughs> boy, <laughs> Mama, that's really nice. Lovely young boy. Could you be more condescending? Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Oh, seems nice, well. Um, so, um, obviously, and you know this, nobody can pronounce your new single. We're gaff, oh. we're gooey, we can. Does oh, that that's or, nice. Or, or ready to chant, my dear. Yeah. Okay. W-G-A-F-A-W-G-U-I Okay, that'll Basically do Basically, it's We've got a fuzz box And we're going to use it I know Did you work that out? I was loads, furious when you dropped that name Well, we haven't But you sort of did Do you know what? Everyone else did, really It's a bit like having like a Just a really, really, really long name That nobody can pronounce Like 
um, I've got a squeegee box and I'm going to squidge it. It is just. <laughs> It got. That's a good done name. That. That's if a you have a properly name. split up, that could just be the relaunch <laughs> band. You could both fight it exactly. out. But we were recently doing Let's Rock with Bucks Fizz, and we oh, yeah. were, people used to mix us up. So we put it on Twitter and Facebook. Name this band, and it was, it was absolutely hysterical. They mixed a photo <laughs> with us. Yeah. So it was like Fuzz Fizz and well, worse things as well than that that they put. But I won't put it. Uh, yeah. What's but, going well, on with Bucks Fizz? We never hundred percent dropped um, the full name, by the way. It's no. Just okay. So it's just it's like a nickname it's like my name's Victoria and I get called Vix and it's cool but it's oh just, that makes sense still, yeah, I mean it's very confusing obviously still yeah. love, we still love the whole name It's just, and that's yeah. why we've kind of done a bit of a you know in honour of the name we've done yeah, a single yeah, yeah. called you know WGA I remember WG, you right? predominantly from Smash Hits because oh, yeah. Smash Hits really backed you they did and and, and me were pretty fab as well, well we I were was the, a kid so I wasn't reading that so oh, I was oh, mean? but we were the only band along with the Pet Shop Boys that got front covers of both NME and yes. Smash Hits oh that's pretty cool then but they were really yeah. successful and we weren't <laughs> 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 no, we were alright right well, no, no, do, no. do you not think the fact that even one person remembers you fondly means you're successful well, I, 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 and I actually does genuinely that count mean that. Yeah, I think it does. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, family members count. Yeah, do you count? Do you yeah, count? totally. Do you? Yeah, because exactly. you can't. It's a weird thing with fandom, isn't it? Is you, you can't really monitor it. Even with the internet now, you can't really monitor it. You don't really know how many people like you, well, no. and you can gauge it from gigs a bit. Yeah, but, but even then it's not well exactly and it's also who actually knows you're out there I mean we get loads of comments still like someone will put something up on Twitter oh I love this band and someone says, oh I wish they were still around oh weren't they great and I, hello yeah, yeah, yeah. still here yeah <laughs> not croaked yet but it's a difficult thing that it, it's, it's really hard what was that noise <gasps> Ghost. Did you hear that big bang? Yes. Yeah, but big I, bang. I did hear it. Oh, I, I like it. Big bang, second Whoa. album, straight in at number five. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now this might be part of the problem. <laughs> if you keep <laughs> if you keep doing your own CV in every conversation. <laughs> What's I wrong that? with I that? I, no, I do exactly. all the time. <laughs> We've been doing this a while now, you know. Um, well, now, how is it though to be to be going so long with the same project essentially? Even though you've developed that, and even though that has changed over the years, and you know different incarnations and stuff, how that that kind of longevity? Because I, I get, I really genuinely argue this. I think even even if nobody turned up to your gigs, which thankfully isn't the case, but even if they didn't, the fact that you were still committed to doing the project and still are actively doing it. That takes some chops to do that, I think. Well, do you know, we're still the best-selling playing, not not vocal, vocal groups. Yeah. And that in itself is kind of sexist, because when you say you're in a band, people think, you know, it's a singing band. Playing, self-songwriting band. We're still the best-selling female band in the UK. Oh, yeah, OK. Um, so how long has that been going on? A few years. But... Um, Four you years. know, four, four or five, I think. It yeah. might be five. <laughs> but, I think um, it is four, you know, so if that, four years. <laughs> yeah, four, four and a bit years. Four yeah. and a third. You're coming up to your fifth anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's quite important for us that we try to encourage other young women to go out there and take us over. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. please. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why we keep going, part of it. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot I'm of time. And we're bored and running out of time. No, we're all running out of time. Oh, I'm only about halfway through my life. I'm going to make it really ancient. I'm going to be one of those really you mad will, old bat- you, you Do you reckon? Do you want <laughs> to do that? She really yeah. is that annoying. Yes. <laughs> Especially in the morning. It's pure stubbornness. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. See, I've always thought. I, I mean, in my twenties, I always thought. I mean, I'm only 24 now, but mm. I always thought <laughs> in my teens, I should say. That I'd be one a checkout early sort of person. I, I can imagine you thinking that, yeah. and kind of wanting that as well. Yeah, but that's in that not, pathetic. I mean, it might happen. I mean, You're still only 24, remember? Yeah, so it could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's youth for you, isn't it? You think you're going to live forever, so you kind of wish yourself dead. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. You, you think you're immortal. But so I wonder if there is something to be said matter. now in sort of middle age to want Speak to, yourself. to really want to hang on. <laughs> want to hang on. <laughs> You know what? I mean, we haven't carried on doing Fuzzbots the whole time. We've had yeah, gaps yeah, yeah, and we've gone yeah, off yeah. and done other things. But we are just having a brilliant, brilliant time. I, I mean, we've had so oh, much fun God, on yeah. the um, Let's Rock retro yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of talks. We did all of those gigs. Um, you know, we made some really good friends and um, the atmosphere there is, is brilliant. And yeah. it's actually nice that there are women. I was one of the younger ones. All right, really? And I was really? like, oh, this is, this is good, you know. <laughs> but... You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Everyone's still good at what they do. They still love what they do, and we're all out there having a you know a great time. And yeah. why should someone you know get to a certain age and like, oh, well, you're not really able to go on stage anymore, are you, love? You know, I, and also you've got we've wrinkle. got nothing to prove anymore. We we proved it back in the day. So all our egos have been quite happily sort of left back in the 1980s yeah, yeah, yeah. cupboards where they really should have been <laughs> from the very start, and we're just enjoying it. You know, all those years that, you know, we spent in the back of, like, transit vans on mattresses being, you know... Sort of and illegal. falling on your head. Yeah. That was yeah, when yeah, yeah. that's kind of it was illegal. <laughs> now we're sort of, like, you know, lounging in bars where they serve you Prosecco. But I always <laughs> felt, and it's prob- you're probably flattered to deceive, but I always felt with Fuzzbox that you, you, you sort of came in... in in a sense that you you didn't seem like you had anything to prove anyway. You came in very confident. What was that? No, Jimmy, I mean, you you really did, though. You came in proper, like... Yeah, it was really that sort of punk DIY kind of ethos. And because we literally, you know, it wasn't a made-up story. We absolutely, definitely did not have, you know, have it all mapped out. Nobody put us together. We were just all friends. Thought it'd be a really good laugh to get up and do a gig and support, you know, a friend's band. Uh, And then that was it, second gig. We were signed up. I mean, it wasn't... There was no plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we had nothing to lose either. But yeah, mm. I think we were always quite not disrespectful, but irreverent to sort of, you know, to we had, weren't starstruck. We were always very, really down to earth. But were you actually not starstruck? I mean, I understand no. that as the, as the the image, but were you actually really not starstruck? Not. Really not. No, 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 absolutely not. Still not. So where were you gigging? Were you gigging Midlands? Oh, uh, everywhere. All over we, the we world. Couldn't, we couldn't believe people actually turned up. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so if it was. You know, we literally got together one Sunday afternoon, <laughs> rehearsed for three hours, then my boyfriend drove the equipment, which we just sort of learnt how to play, in the car. We were on the number 50 bus, <laughs> which is famous in Birmingham, okay. doing our makeup <laughs> to the gig. We hadn't even got a name. We, we really didn't. We, we fully expected to be laughed off stage. And we so, I mean, at the time we didn't know this, but going around the sound engineers we were literally calling like leads wires where does this wire go <laughs> i think i remember this wire went into that thing and I mean, it was like a comedy performance well, that's that kind of charming though isn't it yes it, it was the, the charm of course then you do get the kind of the moniker of can't sing can't play you know, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and that did get a little bit annoying as time well, went on because of course we did learn to to sing and to play yeah. and, well I mean, if you can sing you can already sing can't you but 
Um, and uh, when we'd go and see other bands, like say Jesus and Mary Chain, because yeah. they were quite big at the time, we go, actually, like, we can play just as well as them. Yeah, oh, yeah. And we're like, so we're not that rubbish, right? And we're then not you that did, rubbish. I think for a while we did feel like we had <coughs> a bit of something to prove that, yeah, yeah we yeah, are yeah. girls. And yes, we did start knowing very little, but actually now we, we can do it. But Joy Division started in exactly the same mm. way and nobody talks about them like that. They learned as they went along. Yeah. And, you know, so there was a lot of like, you know, I'm going to get a bit political here, but, you know, so the way that women were viewed mm. back in the day. Do you really think it was that? Do you oh, think it was oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was shocking, you know, so yes. post-Weinstein, I think everybody's sort of realised you know sort of how bad we probably had it at the time yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it was regular that you know you, your ass was felt you know so people would do, touch you inappropriately okay. um you know get a punch. really quite serious you know sort of senior people in the music industry yeah, yeah, yeah. would feel like they could do make that, horrible comments make you know really really vile things that you get sacked for now yeah and we just had to put up and shut up it was either your career or you, you stand up and we stood up <clears throat> by sort of the lyrics in our songs. Yeah. And I think that's sometimes something that people don't actually do with us. So if you actually listen to like XXX, for example, yeah. and Rules and Regulations, and a whole load of other songs, we were actually putting it out there if you wanted to listen. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, sort of fighting the fight from within. Yeah. And, you know, sort of, I'm really proud of what we achieved in all seriousness mm. because we really had to fight I mean also I do think that we did fight back at the time you know, we, we did. did have a go yeah. at people and we w would sort of stand up at a dinner table if somebody was saying you know something I mean there was one who, who was he what was his position he was sitting opposite the American one he was singing memories oh, big soft manager. and round like oh, looking really? at you know, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my god what is going on yeah our American tour manager who's like really well known and well respected isn't that we're insane just, though? I mean we were also lucky because we had an amazing manager who was a real feminist okay she was tiny you know but a real powerhouse of strength and she wouldn't have any of that crap yeah she, she would you know go and fight for us wouldn't she and you know when everyone's phoning up what's their drugs order she'd be like don't you dare you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of it yeah so how do, how do you battle on in that then because I think that I would in fact we're talking about it only today on this show mm. about um, which are incomparable working conditions but when I've been in previous working conditions where it's just got to the stage of just like going fuck this like do you know what I mean? when I've been working is that I'm because like, you've been you groped too much no no that's what I'm saying it's incomparable <laughs> it's incomparable I've been, I have been sexually assaulted on stage like it genuinely has yeah no well, and, 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 and I wouldn't to, ever no, go, like, go, like go and it, but I, but I that night when that happened it was at a gig in uh, either Clandudno or Clangochland Somewhere like Somewhere that. With a and, yeah, it was. I had a in it, and a woman got on stage, le leathered, absolutely leathered, and so I had the mic in my hand. This was doing stand up, and she put her arms around me and was like hugging me and stuff. And I was going, "Just stop it! Just stop it!" And she grabbed my cock. She, oh, she, she reached down and grabbed my cock in front of the entire audience. And I was like, this isn't all right. But I was, I was still sort of going, this isn't all right, like oh, yeah. laughing. Yeah, because you, you know you're aware you're performing. Totally. So, and then when I went off stage afterwards, like people were saying, you should really report that. And I was like, well, I kind of can't. And I don't feel like I want to because it's not, I don't feel that bad about it. I felt bad, 
but I don't feel that bad about it and I don't th- I didn't think her intentions were malicious I think mm. she was drunk and just was getting it wrong is what, what I thought you know what I mean? all those yeah, things yeah but it's nasty isn't it people should keep themselves fans themselves you know it ma- absolutely male, is female, but the point of this before I start being accused of like hijacking a situation is it's, it's incomparable that like that's incomparable to the things that you hear about happening to people and it's incomparable to people whose entire career is that on a daily basis but we um, when we did um, the Wonder Stuff and uh, Bentley Rhythm Ace tour um, in Birmingham, our guitarist got sexually assaulted. Right. And you had to. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, see, I won't I mean, be standing this, with that. Don't make this that. inappropriate by doing a Frankie Howard impression. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a serious yeah, I thing. I remember here. getting so angry. Yeah, now yeah. I just I was absolutely fuming. No, I, I went up and. Uh, you know, gotten kicked out. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. this is really what, furious with it. Yeah. Two two years ago, less than that. And then, oh, sorry, it's just a bit drunk. No, no. that's not good yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. That's not no, no, it's, no, it's really not. It, re- it really isn't. But we were on uh, Jim will fix it back okay. in the day, and oh, I mean, we were on. TV. Just I pause presume. for one second. Oh. Have a look at my producer now. Look, look I'm at. Going a bit pale, look okay. how she's panicking. Oh. Keep going, but look how she's oh, panicking. No, no, well, I mean, he's dead, and it's, we know what he's about. So I think I'm all right with Jimmy. Jimmy, fix it. Well, no, 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 absolutely. No, on, um, and I presume it wouldn't have been live, but it was being filmed. So in that same way that you're aware that you're, you know, you're on show. Yeah. But he, I mean, he had. I had those, you know, kind of crop tops with uh, bare midriff, and he, right, you couldn't have seen, but it was like sliding his hand up and down oh, really? my okay. back, and then he had his arm round you which is dangerously sort of close to the bosom area above the nipple right okay you know just where it could look like it was kind of in a Donald Trump kind of way I Mm. misdid it yeah Um, yeah. but honestly that man Mm. gave me the creeps but but when we came that was a weird thing to write into us for but when we came off you know sort of being filmed I mean, we were going oh he's so lecherous he's disgusting what a yeah, dirty yeah. and everyone's like no no you mustn't say that no 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 no, not about so Jim you know but I mean we did and we but I mean it, it, there definitely was uh, but here's the interesting yeah, thing secrecy. was that we, we did a lot of children's TV an awful lot of it yeah and at no point except for that show did we ever see children being chaperoned? Oh, right, okay. So that suggests to me, so it's suggests just that allegedly, <laughs> we're all covered here legally, um, that, you Don't know, so that. The, B- the BBC knew about it, seriously. And the, the rumour mill, you know, it was... And the awful thing is about Jim and Savile, a lot of it turned out to be true. Mm. Mm. You know, things, you know, that you heard and you're just like, surely he can't be that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he really was. So how do you... This is kind of what I wanted to ask you, is, is how... Because we've taken this tap with us. How do you carry on? How, like, how, how, do you, how do you carry on? If you're in an industry, we go, do you know what? This, this industry is fucking filthy. I don't like... Do you know mm. what I mean? That's how I think I would feel. I'd be like, this is just a cesspit. It's horrible. So how do you... And why do you carry on? Oh, we were kind of annoying for a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, stubbornness, isn't well, it? Yeah. You're not going to yeah, yeah, give up, are you? Because no, of, I, this I, or that. Well, I, I, don't, no, I don't know. Would anybody ever have achieved anything if you gave up because, you know, there was it some was a fight. Or, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, if you'd have asked me five years ago, I'd, I'd have agreed with that. But increasingly now, I think that because of the way the world's gone in, in, within entertainment, and we, again, we talked like not half an hour ago, um, where I was talking to Nat about 
being sacked from the BBC years back mm-hmm. um, and they'd done it on the Tuesday when I had a show on the Saturday so I couldn't go on air I didn't have my last mm. show on, on air um, but now is what I said earlier on mm. I could now still do my own my last show and put it online myself I could yeah. still do that yeah. so now there's the opportunity to have a career in in fact probably make more money if it's about cash by doing it just yourself and actually swerving the industry exactly ownership well it's interesting you say that because we're about to plug ourselves (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know the way that you know the music industry has moved on you you do have potential to sort of earn money for yourselves and you know so we we've just come back from let's rock and we're now looking to put ourselves out as part of like um what would you call it package in a, a way a package you know. of like five or six artists that you can come and see yeah yeah um or you know your favorite 80s all in one go and we're we're taking control of that ourselves yeah um you know crap school disco you what know do you think of that idea brought, i like you a present. an example of <laughs> why, you know why the, how goodness. crap it's going to be <laughs> why, 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 why have you brought me <laughs> An inflatable Inflatable pirate's parrot. Do you know what? If I'd have... Silly. You could come to the crap school disco and win one of those. Can you imagine that, people? Can you imagine it? (laughs) (laughs) Say... I can barely... I appreciate your excitement. I really do. But can you imagine if I'd have have just dreamt this last night? If I'd have said to Nat when I I got here, I'd have gone... I had a dream last night that we had. <laughs> Do you remember we've got a fuzz box and we're going to use it? They were on the show and they brought me like an inflatable parrot. <laughs> you can that, put that one on your shoulder, though. Oh, thanks. It <laughs> it's not just like any old flipping blow up parrot. No, you don't even have to look after it. No, exactly. <laughs> and we could draw an iPad on you. someone a gift and says, there you go, you don't have to look after it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you give them a dead tortoise. <laughs> that but we thought no, no I, I genuinely appreciate that and I imagine at some point in my life I'll wear it <laughs> no no come on that's it blow it for us come on it yeah come on now it takes a second okay. if I'm that could wear it I'll open it yes that's very well open I'll open it we'll bring you a new one next time if you ever have it back and you probably won't I have it back every week we just okay so happily would actually I've done that before and it backfired oh every couple of weeks I'm happy to do that there you go excellent we were thinking about things we actually really wanted so okay look we've got sort of some nice offers coming in what do we actually want to do I was like honest, I, I really want to have like a really bad school disco and really awful party games right. and stuff and we're like well why don't we then I mean whether anyone's actually going to like Turn want up. to do this <laughs> as well I don't know um, but me and Maggie will definitely be there right so so <laughs> are you going to be performing at and it Captain well? Sensible oh, yeah, yeah, said yeah. he'd come too yeah. yeah but would he Yes, he would for us. Um, yeah, but would he? Oh. Do you reckon he would? I don't know. I don't know no, at no, all. He, he's <laughs> I'm him some story. He, he no actually idea. volunteered himself. Yeah. The only story so. I know about Captain Sensible is when they were on the Young Ones, when the Damned reformed to be on the Young Ones, and it, apparently there was a they were in a restaurant after they reformed just to do the Young Ones, the, right. the TV show, um, for a one-off, and then in the restaurant afterwards, Captain Sensible was showing off about his solo career and got up at a table and started singing Happy Talk and Ooh. apparently in this Indian restaurant it was just an all out fight of all, <laughs> them, all the members of the dam just kicking shit out of each other apparently I can well that's believe that's the only that. story I know yes I well know they're, they're, they're out doing stuff now aren't they yeah yeah they're ace yeah what are you saying good stuff 
Shut up. He's basically saying, okay. well, I noticed we were over time, but I wasn't going to say anything. He's just telling me that we've got an, our next guest is on the phone right now. Oh, could he go and get a quick cup of tea or something? What? <laughs> oh, I see. You just said I've got Robert on yeah, the phone. Yeah, but we went on, came on late. It's tight. All right, that's okay. I know, I know. I know. I understand how time works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, am I just going to speak to yeah. Fuzzbox for the rest of my life now? <laughs> Again, I'd happily do that. Um, well, look, um, so the new single is called... W-G-A-F-A-W-G-U-I. We've got the Pledge Music campaign out as well, which is really ace, because it's a kind of chance to give the fans some exclusive goodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's a, and that, again, is a reclaiming of power, isn't yeah, it? That's totally yeah. that. Um, uh, you've also got live dates no, on the fort. they've happened. They've all been gone. Just, I was just about to do yeah. that and I was like, no, they haven't. Well, you said you yeah. knew yeah. how time worked. No, I know, right? Could that have been worse? Could that have been worse then? Do you know what? You should. You could have come to the London one. We've just done that on I don't Saturday. live in London, but I so nearly came to that Wonder Stuff gear when you, when you give me the Wonder oh, Stuff. That yes. one you were talking about just Where then. Where do you live in? I live not far from... What's your address? I basically... What's your inside list? No, I always... 29 inches dreadful. I also... What I always say is, if I say I wanted to buy some Shakespeare memorabilia I wouldn't have to go too far oh Stratford uh, no, I'm not I am <laughs> not saying I'm not it saying where it, it is it might be Leeds or Ireland <laughs> <laughs> she's totally right Buggy Fix is correct it could it might mean Leeds or Ireland <laughs> and if you wanted to go busking you've got your parrot I've blown it up is that as much as it blows up well, I'll try, it's all like, oh, I've oh here we go so this parrot you bought I'm, me I'm really showing good at, off about I'm it I'm actually really good at blowing things <gasps> oh. <laughs> no I didn't mean that that's quite tight <laughs> I didn't actually mean that <laughs> Oh, well, we've what gone around in circles on this. That, that can't be blown up. No, I once that. spent 45 minutes blowing up a padding pool because I was that determined because I didn't <laughs> realise it should have had like an electric pump and I was not going to give in and I did it and it was massive. But so that's what I meant. And I used to play the trombone and that's all I meant. But, you, but you've been in the charts as well, so let's, yeah, not, let's, let's, let's be careful about, <laughs> what, about what we show off about from life. <laughs> I once blew a padding I think it's his punch. Go oh. put it on your shoulder. I don't think it'll go on my shoulder. Look at it. It's clearly for children. No, it's a bomb. No, I'm an adult man, Vix. It's well, that's not staying on this. That's on your shoulder. It's fine. Right. I'm going to play your single. Well, well right, just then. do it, why don't you? Right, fine. You probably get about 30p PRS for it. I, I hope you well, enjoy it. Thanks. <laughs> take you out for a meal with it. Right, fine. I'll see you in. Well, not wherever in I live. Bossily. <laughs> Baltly. <laughs> I don't even triangle. know what that is. It's a Baltly Triangle in Birmingham. What's that? What's it called? Baltly oh, yeah, no, I know Birmingham. what it is. All right. I'll, you, meet, you I'll just... meet you in Birmingham. I'll we'll right, meet mate. you tonight in Birmingham. See you there. I'll right. do it. Second show. Hey, listen, thank you so much for coming it's in. It's really Genuinely nice appreciate to see you. Thank you very much. Uh, this is the new single from Fuzzbox. Hooray for Fuzz! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> the giddy goats. I mean, do you, not, do you not feel for that sound technician in that studio? Um, I know exactly how that... So, but the end of that song, then, I know exactly how that sound technician feels now. <laughs> Weren't they wonderful? I loved them. I thought they were great. That was Fuzzbox with their new single... How did they say it again? Uh, we've got a Fuzzbox. <laughs> <on it. laughs> 
Yeah. And you sing up. Uh, yeah, let's. We've got a we've got, got a fuzz box, box and we're going to use it, it but right. the but the abbreviated form. What do they call that? Fuzz box. Don't worry about it. Um, come on, I've got Robert Batters on the phone yet. He's on. He's there. Put- Brilliant, Robert. Are you there, sir? Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello, hi. man. How are you getting on? Thanks for having me on. Uh, no, it's absolute pleasure, mate. I, I appreciate you're probably at a very hectic time now. Are you all arrived in Edinburgh now? Yeah, in Edinburgh. I mean, I haven't been here for, for quite a long time, and it's got the same hectic, weird thing that's going on. And just before it all, you know, that little—it's uh, not—it's not the calm before the storm. It's the storm before the bigger storm. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, so have you, have you done the fringe before? I done the fringe. Yeah, well, when I was a student, a long time ago. That was a long, long time ago. So um, yeah, it was the days before instant ticketing and yeah, yeah, <laughs> social yeah. media and stuff like that. It was much more cut and paste in those days. Oh, it's totally changed as well. It's it sort of changed, but rem- as you say, remained the same. But it's it's sort of. I don't. I don't think I'll ever go back. So I don't envy you. <laughs> well, I, I just. I, yes, I mean, I, I sort of had my fill of it before, and then I got this project going, and I thought this is the place to put it on. So um, I came back last year, looked for venues. And uh, so it's all, uh, yeah, it's all happening. I can't believe it. Well, that's quite exciting then. So it's called the Song of Lunch. Yeah. It's at the pre- uh, it's, ple- the Pleasance Court. It's a first. It's a first comedy with cartoons. Oh, what? Um, sorry. There's two of us. I mean, with, 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 first comedy with cartoon animation. Nice, nice. Uh, okay. And it's I'm doing it with Rebecca Johnson, uh, who you may see in they've seen in the trip and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it's uh, written by a guy Christopher Reed, and it's a, it's uh, it's about a disastrous date in an Italian mm. restaurant. Uh, someone trying to rekindle an old flame, get back to her with her. She'd left him 15 years before for a more successful writer than him. Right. Uh, and it's a third-person narration, and we got this fantastic cartoon animation by Charles Peaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Charles Peaty's stuff's, like, gorgeous, isn't it? Oh, Charles Peaty, he's an incredible artist. He was at St. Martin's School. He's, he's made his living as a, as a uh, satirist of the financial world. He's got a four-strip... Um, cartoon which has been running for a long time in the Telegraph and before that in the Independent the yeah, yeah. News, uh, which satirises the city and, and he's he's, um, he's been an, in advance of every financial crash over the last few years. Yeah. So what's but anyway, it? as an artist he's done this he's done these black and white silhouettes which we have running behind us as we as we do the show so we can be stylized and, and then his stuff can be slightly more literal but in a really artistic manner. I love. I, I genuinely love multimedia stuff in the theatre. I, I was very resistant to it for a long time, and increasingly now I'm. A, I really like it. I really like the use of things like that. Like I can picture what you just described, and how effective that must look. It's very direct. I mean, I. I it's a third-person narration. It wasn't written for the stage. I just. We just adapted it, um, or rather adapted the sort of a way of, of putting it on stage. Uh, but it's a third-person narration, so I say he does this, he does that. So I'm talking to the audience in the third person. Yeah. It's very direct into the audience. And then when Rebecca comes on, we have our dialogue. But then I leap out of that and talk to the audience about how that conversation's gone. And the, and the animation um, shows what I'm thinking. Uh, whilst, uh, so I don't need to have to... Um, hardly have to do any acting, actually. It's great. Like, <laughs> the cartoons does it all for me. Well, then you've gone to the right place. If you're at the fringe, mate, you can just go and like, sort of take benefit of all the other distractions that are there. Yeah, the, the point. I mean, it's a cel- I mean, it's a. It sounds rather pious, but it's a celebration of language. So, so in the sense that all the cartoons and all the performance and all the soundscape and all the rest of it, all, the whole thing is there to serve the language, which is the most sublime way of expressing. I mean, this guy, Christopher Reed, he he's a poet, and 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 yet he he chooses the right words, and it's so immediate, so funny, so direct, and uh, it's almost like prose. 
So what? So what? Um, what's your? I mean, this is gonna m might sound like a weird question or an insulting question. I don't mean it that way. What? Why are you doing the fringe? That's a really good question because uh, it's the most unlikely project. It's experimental, and so and of course, uh, you know, I'd like it to have a commercial life. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's when, whenever I talk to anybody about it, and I, unfortunately I can't see you, so I don't know. But I love the fact that their eyes completely glaze over and they go very blank when I mention it. <laughs> right. And uh, and it's not until people have seen it. And so what I want to do is to expose it for the first time. I've been doing it in art galleries. I've been doing it in in various sort of smaller venues. I did a tryout in Chichester of it. I did, uh, so uh, I, it's now is the time to expose it. Really, it's 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 <laughs> it's the white heat of critical opinion, and there's yeah. no no, I, no hotter place to really to try it out than Edinburgh. So I, I thought I, I'd give it a go. I, I, no, I totally get that. I, like I, I get that, Robert. It's it's that thing of. Um, I, I guess I think of it like, well, you, you've you've already got sort of commercial success in you know in the stuff you, you did, Kelfi and and uh, you know, Downton yeah. Abbey and so and Toast and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So, yeah. Um, so I'm, I I really like when people. Again, I don't mean this how it sounds. Um, take a backwards step in in terms of. I could absolutely get the I get the absolutely get the spirit of what you're saying. But yeah. You see, uh, this is. I mean, I. You, what you're saying is I don't need to do it, and I suppose commercially, no, I've got my telly career, I've got my commercial theatre career, and stuff like that. But oddly enough, and I and I, I, I invite you to understand that this is a project where where life isn't complete until I've done it. Yeah, it's one yeah. Of those. yeah. I feel strongly enough about it as that. And uh, so I've been brewing it for a while. It's the most. It's it's not an, a usual, not the usual sort of stuff that most people see. I don't think. And and uh, I think Edinburgh is just the most. Played. I wouldn't never say it was a backward step. Actually, I mean. Uh, no, no, you, that, you, you know. Well, I mean, no, no, no. I, 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 mean, get yeah. what, I get what you're saying, and I get why you're saying it. I mean, certainly, I could be quite happily. I've just finished a new series of Cold Feet. I'd be quite happily going on holiday this August. But uh, but it, this is a project which has been part of me for so long and it's now and and the need to expose it is 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 uh is such that uh yeah i'm, I'm just 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 putting it on yeah what people think if, yeah. It, if it bombs it bombs it's selling very well at the moment but um who knows what people will think when they actually get into the theater um well i i i think my feeling on that sort of stuff is anything that's a labor of love and anything that's, that's something that you need to do can never fail, really. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 it can't fail because its very existence is the success. Well, I mean, if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a critical success, I look forward to taking it on. If, it, if it's a critical failure, then, uh, well, I, you know, that's it. I've done it. Yeah, and totally, so, totally. Um, but, uh, and also, I, you know, what I, I'm, not, I'm not into the poetry scene at all. I'm not poetry scene. I mean, I, I read, I'm reading more poetry now, but, but um, I, whenever I've been working in in theatres and talking to the literary managers and stuff about this project um they they'd never heard of crystal reed he, he won the costa book of the year he beat every novel every biography every history in in the overall section and book of the year in uh, for his previous book the scattering which i also yeah. stage i'm not taking that to edinburgh this year um but um it's uh that so he's an he's one of our finest living writers and uh and part of my I'm part of my, it's not a mission. I'm not a missionary. I'm just <laughs> just an actor putting it on. But I'm just part of part of the whole scheme is to, is to introduce Christopher Reed to theatre audiences to the wider literary world. Well, that's yeah, that's a that's a very um, noble thing to do. I think from someone who's who's got a bit of clout. Well, I, I mean, certainly having done the telly stuff, it's it's um, I'm I'm absolutely 
um, at ease about you know, using any um, reputation that's gained from all that yeah. to, uh, to sell tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you know that I, that. Once, I once was at an awards ceremony and I sat next to Cold Feet? You sat next to who? Cold Feet. You weren't there, but it was John, John was there. Oh, I which, which, uh, was I there? It, no, you weren't. It was the Mind Media Awards last year. And we, ah, yes, yes. And we quite by chance, the row that I was on, so there was Cold yeah. Feet, then me, and the people that were there with me. And then, yes. I can't remember who the other people were that to the left of us, but that row at the Odeon Leicester Square, we all won. Yes. And, um, all, all, yeah, of the, so, so, all of did us you say won hello to that John? row. I don't really know him, you know. I don't. I've, I've met him a couple of times, but I didn't feel confident yeah. enough to go and say hello. But um, no, he's great. No, you should have done. He's great. Great. No, I was scared. I was too busy worrying about whether I win this award or not. I've never been worried about it before. But we all, all that row, and we'd sat there independently. We had been placed there. We all won that night, and it felt like a proper uh, you lucky. You won row. all that row, so it was yeah, a yeah, magic row. Yeah, it really was. It was weird. Congratulations. Thank you, and, and to you too. Yeah. Cole Feet hey. also won so well. We all, we're all winners here, except for Nat. Um, hello, hello, mate. Uh, well, look, thank you, for, thanks ever so much for making time for us and that. I appreciate you probably doing like a ridiculous amount of press. So, uh, I'm, I wish you all the best with it. Thanks very much for the yep, fringe night. Um, start on Wednesday, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay, so it's at fourteen twenty, twenty past two every day. Uh, not the thirteenth. At the Pleasance Courtyard Fourth. Um, the Song of Lunch by Christopher Reed, and it stars Robert Bathurst and Rebecca Johnson. And Rebecca Johnson. Yeah. I, I, I'm there, I've got it. I'm on. The, I'm all over this, Robert. Um, <laughs> thanks much. for joining us, mate. Have a brilliant time. Yeah, all of it. And you. Good Take luck. care, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Robert Bathurst. Did you feel like he wanted to be a cat? No. Well, little lady, let me elucidate here. Everybody wants to be a cat Because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at? Tell me, everybody's picking up on that feline beat. Absolutely hated that. And <laughs> that was Abby from next door mm. who came in pissing herself laughing because she'd put that on the system and she tricked me because <laughs> I just wanted to play Everybody Wants to Be a Cat and then she put some dreadful remix in there yes. that quite frankly was like dying in musical form mm. she knew that that's why she came in with tears oh, in her eyes tears of joy she's just an ongoing status game with me and that girl <laughs> uh, we're joined now by uh, Louis Threlfall hello sir oh how are you I'm alright thank you how are you I'm great <laughs> I've got an headache uh, have you now I know you heard me say it off air no I've got a, I have got a headache I mean you look great thanks uh, yeah, you, you look great as well well, is that just because I have the same length of hair as you? No, I think so? mine's longer. Oh, well, okay. I think mine is longer, but mine needs cutting quite badly. I'm oh. not cutting it yet because <laughs> I'm in the middle of making a film and it's grown quite a lot since the last bit of shooting, so I don't want to get it cut oh, now and then have it cut again. Okay. So I'm waiting until I definitely know when the next block is and then I will get it cut then. Yeah, no, I understand that feeling. You have, you have to hold it off until yeah, yeah, yeah. they say it's okay. Have you, ever had to, have you ever gone into a hairdresser's with a photo of yourself? And said, make me look like that again. <laughs> well, I've not had to, because I think I've had the same guy, uh, you know, do my hair for the past okay. four or five years. I keep going back to him, because he's, I think he's really good. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have only one, I did, I did once just say, like, hey, remember how you did that two years ago? Just do that. I've got to take a photo in. Yeah. <laughs> I have, honestly. I've got to take a photo Does he in say who's that and the, when he looks at the photo? Does it's he, a lady does sexist. Know, does she know that it's you? I assume it'd be a barber's. Um, no, no, I, don't, I can't go to a barber's with Why? this hair. 
I thought anyone could yeah, go yeah, to well, barbers, right? No, I, 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 think, I didn't think I could ever go to a barber's with long hair. It's, it just takes a lot of maintenance. Does it? Just, yeah. I yeah. just thought I barbers... Mean, look look at the waves on Louis. Yeah, yeah. We've both got some curl to your <laughs> yeah. hair. Yeah. Mine's yeah. natural, but you can see it has been put in. Oh, has it? It's <laughs> <laughs> like that, is it? Well, you've had a Do you know what I discovered recently? Plan. Listen to this. <laughs> I discovered recently um, that if you wash your hair before you go to bed, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So wash your hair. Don't dry it. Mm. Put it up. Mm-hmm. This is what I do now. So I put it up. Yeah. Um, on the top of my head like in a bunch thing on top of my head yeah. mm. the next day it looks fucking stunning oh what do you mean wavy it looks brilliant yeah it, <laughs> it really does I had a friend come and visit me the other week and um, and as she arrived I didn't even say like, literally didn't even hug or anything I, I went doesn't my hair look fucking amazing this morning <laughs> and she sort of went it's, it's the same as it always I went no it looks fucking brilliant do you know what I did and then told her the whole story about going to bed with wet hair and that or sometimes it's a feeling thing, you know, you can wake up and go, like, oh, right, but that's new. Just feel good about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look straight into my eyes when you say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? I'm also, I'm, I'm multitasking in my head because I'm thinking about when I've got to have my hair cut for the next book of the film. Mm. And what's, what I'm not taking into account is I'm going to great lengths to make my hair look the same length, yet the fact that I'm probably a stone heavier than I was in the rest of the film... <laughs> Hasn't he, I've not gone, oh, I really must shift some of that weight. I've just gone, no, just get me a cut. <laughs> no one will notice it's not the next day. Um, you look a bit like Jim Morrison, I think. Jim Morrison. Off I'll the doors. That. Yeah. Off the doors a little bit. You've got that going on. Yeah, no, no I can see that. I think I just... Cause I was it, arrogant. Just, just, no, 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 I can see no, that. No, <laughs> no, I'm not saying I can see that because I'm a talented oh, musician sh- or, no, because no, I'm, no. Uh, or because uh, I look like Jim Morrison. I think you just mean the hair, really, no, more than anything else. No, yeah. But I love that you sat there brazenly and said yes <laughs> yes I am beautiful <laughs> no, no, I don't mean that at all no, I, I think just uh, every now and then I get like oh you look like this long haired person or you look right. like Paul Dart or something like that and I just Keanu go Keanu Reeves okay no I, no I never got that in my entire life nah sorry I don't, I don't see Keanu <laughs> no Keanu no I, I can see Keanu Reeves I can see Argo I can see Paul Dart but, well Aidan Turner actually not oh did guy. you say Argo Argo, have I seen Argo? I do have, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, thought, you, I thought you were saying, like, like Ben Affleck's long hair in there or something. Yeah, I don't, look rem- I don't look remotely as strong-faced as Ben Affleck. Though, okay. I, think, I don't know, you're pretty striking, Louis. Oh, thank you very much. Don't take this wrong. It's not, not, no, no, I'm no, not like hitting no, on no, I appreciate that. it. It's very lovely. I've <laughs> been dealing with fuzzbox all day, so I'm not, I, I can't be hitting on anyone else now today. Um, <laughs> no, I think you're a striking-looking gentleman. Well, thank you very much. I could see you playing Batman. Oh well, you know he is my favourite f- superhero anyway. So you like, say, he is my favourite potential casting. <laughs> I, just, I mean, unless I get off in Spider Man, in which case I'll change hey, into look, that. Look, you know what? Just I'm not picky. Just anything with a cape or a skin tight, you know, latex suit. Have you ever played a superhero? Uh, n- n- only in my bedroom. Have you done that though? Uh, and I made that sound actually worse than what not like that not like in a role play no. it did do it like proper it was a bit like, 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 I, like I it was a sexual a, yeah. I just, no, I, no I meant that I meant that more like when you're a kid and you just faff no, about I don't, I don't but, believe um, you mate I think <laughs> <laughs> I think you dress up as Robin as well because you're not quite confident enough to be Batman <laughs> you're no, building no up to Batman <laughs> do you know in my teens I don't know if I've ever said this publicly before in no, my I teens I uh, dressed up as Batman for real Mm-hmm. I had what a, do you mean for real? You wear I had a just proper thinking, yeah. Batman mask. Right. And I put a wetsuit on. Uh-huh. Black wetsuit, skin tight. Yeah. Still was a portly gentleman, but not as... I was playing mm-hmm. rugby at the time, so I had a bit of beef about me as well. And went out at night twice, did it twice. To do what? <laughs> Fight crime. Save, save some lives. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. 
Wow. January. I, I, I never fought any crime at all. I didn't have a, oh. I didn't even have a driving license. It's quite safe where you live. I just went on the roof of my parents' house. Right. <laughs> and pensively sat looking over basically an avenue <laughs> nothing happened oh that wouldn't be a very good yeah. Batman film well it's probably because you were watching over it you were, you were quite good at your job do you feel like maybe there was a feeling that that this was unt- an untouchable place because I was there because hmm. criminals have a sense don't they have a they sense do. don't they I mean, I've only ever seen that kind of clairvoyance in the dark night. I've, I've never in real life got someone go like, ah, oh, no, not tonight, man. The, the guy with long hair who dresses up as Batman on his parents' hair, roof. And you couldn't tell. You while eating jam anyway. sandwiches is looking over us, you know. I've not even mentioned the jam sandwiches. <laughs> so what that leads me to believe is you were also a criminal in Burtonwood. Because <laughs> oh, you, Burtonwood, you, oh, no. you probably saw me. Because I didn't mention the jam sandwiches caught you out. Classic, <laughs> classic detective but you trick. You stopped doing there. crime, so if anything, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, can you finish the interview for me? I'm really tired. No, no. I really like, doing really well. I really like Louis. I really like you. I like you too. Thank I'm you. I'm just I'm, I'm a bit broken. I didn't. I only had two hours sleep last night. We're going to talk about age before beauty. I think I saw a trailer for this the other night and actually yes. thought. Um, and I don't watch any telly really now. Um, yeah. And I actually, I've had two things recently where I've seen the trailer and felt like, oh, I might mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So unless your man off, you mentioned it before, what's your man? Robson Green. Robson and Green. Sue Johnson's in it as well. Well, then it was definitely yeah. this, because Sue was yeah. in it as well. It was definitely this. So I saw the trailer for it the other day and thought, mm. oh, that, I think I would like that. I actually thought, I, I honestly did. I've had that with that and Hotel Artemis as well at the cinema. I saw the trailer for that and thought, I think I would love that. And then mm. I found out it was my friend that had written and directed it. Oh. Off the trailer, I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, I can, well, I'm here to tell you that you would like it. Would I, why would I like it though? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, do you like? It? You know what's funny is that I, I, I think uh, I remember thinking when I when I first read the script and, and I was looking through the whole thing. I remember thinking, "Is this something that I would that I would watch myself?" And yeah, like, okay. I, and I, it only came to to form, you know, I think when you got the actors on set and I got to look behind the monitor and just see how it was working and how before anyone had even touched it in post, how it mm. looks gorgeous, it's got a wonderful cast. And it's got a specific look to it. Like, I, yeah, th- that's yeah, that's yeah. me going from the trailer. I thought, oh, this looks kind of like pleasant yeah, to yeah. watch. No, it's, it's got that colourful vibrancy about it. You know, we, we've, we, you know, we had this wonderful uh, DOP on it who was, you know, absolutely just like, I'm just watching him work every, every day. And, yeah, like, yeah. You know, and I think uh, it's not just that, the way the costumes were done together, the way mm. that the actual set is done about the, the salon itself, because it's set in a salon, a lot of it. Um, you know, the way they just palette every scene just looks, establishes a, a very specific tone that I think works so well for it, you know. Um, so what is it actually about? What's the general mood of it? What's so the it's about it's a uh, I'd, I'd call it a dramedy, okay. it's a, but it's a, it's a family drama is that about a real word? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's not not in the Oxford Dictionary, no. But it's uh, you know it's, it's I've heard it commonly used. Now that is now a word. Yeah, dramedy. Yeah. Dramedy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, you know, like something <laughs> like that. It's, it's <laughs> what would you call it? Oh, you've really put me off it now. I'll call it a drama yeah. for the sake of the. Oh. Um, Dramedy, I don't like. Well, what would you call it then, Ian? If you don't like drama, I don't know because I'm not rename it. it. That might be for the perfect. Genre. That's probably the perfect word right. for it. Yeah. But drama, yeah. I don't like that. Well, drama D makes me Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. I just, I just <laughs> well, seen, you know, I'm really... Just, <laughs> just like, like I said to you, Louis, I've enjoyed meeting you so far. Don't <laughs> ruin don't this by it. using <laughs> stupid telly terms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 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 basically, anyway, the show's about, it's show. a drama. Perfect. Is it? Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, on television. Yeah, television it's about, show. Um, 
It's about a uh, it's a family drama set in Manchester okay. at the backdrop of uh, a beauty salon called Mirabelle, and it's um it's run by the Regan family, and for the past few years, it's been run by. Uh, one of uh, the character I play is called Tyler. He's 19 years old. One of his aunties uh, in the, uh, is one of, uh, I think, three or four sisters. Uh, if I get the number wrong, nobody kill me. But the <laughs> aunties I've got is one of three or four sisters that has been running it for the past few years. And uh, the woman who plays my mother, Polly Walker, she plays Belle. She comes back to um, after at the beginning of the first step. You know, it's this thing she's got to send his uh, so her mm, that, that, yes. that would be a plot twist um, <laughs> no, you just revealed a but, big but spoiler Polly Walker's so gorgeous there's no mistaking that that is one hell of a woman mm-hmm. like she's, she's wonderful what have I seen her um, in recently Polly Walker Polly Walker yeah. no, yeah. Um, no you've seen her in a few things yeah recently I'm not sure Sorry to interrupt. Okay, continue. Um, no, but she's fantastic. And she comes back after sending her kids. So me and, me and uh, this other woman who plays my uh, twin sister, Lucy Polgar, she plays a, a, a character called Lexi. And she, they send us off to, uh, to a student um, halls and for study in Leeds. And, uh, you know, we, oh, still c- Leeds. we still come back. Well, wonderful. Then you'll love this show. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> when well, you I come... Bratton Hall, which was affiliated to Leeds. Oh, fa- well, there we go. I wasn't actually in Leeds, but I got I, my... I won't di- lie to you. I got I, my degree on know. the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, w- I, w- I went to drama school in Manchester. There's Where no, did you I'm, go to? Well, I went to the Manchester School of Theatre. Nice. It's under the wing of Manchester Metropolitan. But I did, Same I was di- sort of idea then? Yeah, absolutely. No, I, listen, every, everyone that was there was fantastic. You know, I remember my year group, they were all brilliant and like you know, I, I think uh, this there was this thing where um, you know I was just lucky enough to, to get this part while I was doing my last. So were you, were you doing that? Were you really okay? So you were still yeah. at uni when you got this part? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like you know, I, I, I was I was having the time of my life on the play I was doing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I just went I, I went for the audition and I. I actually didn't think in a million years like I'd actually get it but, right. I, but I just went like no but it's good I felt relaxed about it because I was busy doing some work that I was very passionate about but I think uh, you know I, and, and you know it, it, was, it, was, it was all very, very wonderful timing and it was um, and then so I then knew right well the next three months is just going to be me filming with a bunch of wonderful actors yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who are all loads and loads of fun and they were just dedicated to being just doing the best job they could, but no, no one's art was above humour. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 I got that. <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, but did any of them, even if they were loads and loads of fun, did any of them get one of your publicity photos, right? And see if you would be a good Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so you're showing me a picture of me dressed as Batman. No, you're not. Do you know what? You're not well, you're no, I'm not dressed as Batman. Batman. You've, you've, him. you've I, done my I have arted you. I have arted you I into think Batman. That suits you. And I think I that's think pretty good. You yeah, would be good. a brilliant Batman. Well, based thank you on very that. much. Yeah, no, I'm not the you know stocky build for it necessarily, but you know. Don't I've, look at the body. Hey, but what, what, <laughs> we'll do that with a muscle suit. Just look at the the actual that's, the actual features. <laughs> I think you'd be a brilliant Batman. Uh, well, thank you very much. No, I, I'd love to give it a go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it just uh, hit me up, Warner Brothers. Um, Is Batman genuinely your best one? Uh, th- for me, I just because not not this new, you know, no disrespect to the filmmakers, but not this new kill everyone psycho fuckwit that Ben Affleck's playing it's not Ben Affleck's fault it's just that he's <laughs> killing people now and he used to be uh, is he? Is, has that happened in it? Has it? no that's happened in it that was the first one of the first things that happens I in like that Batman, Batman versus Batman. Superman one who did he kill? he killed everyone like oh. did you not he literally slams a, a dream cra- sequence though? no he slams a crate into someone's face and he goes flying back into like a, into a slab of wall and then he chucks a grenade at some other two people and it blows up in their hand and just went to watch Gotham 
I don't. No, I, I, I've been told that it's okay. I love it. But, but that's not my recommendation. Yeah, no, I, I, but I really like it. And I'm off DC. I don't really care for DC anymore. I used to, in my teens and stuff, I, I would say I'd I still like them. Mm. I'm a massive Marvel fan, but I still like them. I'm going off Marvel. Well, you know, it just nothing's pleasing you today. It's really not. No, no. it's really not. It's like what, tell us what you like. What do you like? I used to love my... My house is full of hardback Marvel yeah. books. Like, Why are you going off of them? Just overkill with all these movies. Oh, I see. It's the films <laughs> just that are too really, much. Okay. I'm not saying like the last two Oh, you know what? I, I love world building. It's such a brilliant... You know, if done right. Yeah, you know, but do you not think it is too many now? No. Do you really not? Not no. Because no. Louis, Louis, what would your Batman be like? What would what would he do? Well, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be a bit like uh, you know. I don't know if you guys play games or anything like that, but the, you know, I suppose you know. The, he, there's these series called Batman Arkham Asylum or yeah, Batman. Yeah, Arkham. I play all those. And the whole point of that kind of Batman, or even in the Dark Knight, is is the principle that he he doesn't kill. Yeah. Like he he. That's the one thing that people will catch him out on, saying, "Well, you don't kill." So yeah, yeah, so we're gonna easily manipulate this. Oh, there's millions of times, isn't there? even in the comic books as well, where the Joker or whoever mm. has gone. Well, you can either kill me now or that person dies. You know, whether mm. they, they th- that's his weakness. But as, I like as that as, as a character. You know? yeah, same, the, whole, the whole point is that it's, it's a conflict, and I like I like I like. I think we all love seeing conflict in characters. You know, what I mean. In this show, but do you not wish he just lighten it? Oh, that, sorry, I just stopped you from going. I, no, I just stopped you from going back on track. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you, know, you were I'm, seamlessly seeing back some, into it. I'm then. somehow pulling it back, sir. Yeah. But um, I then interrupted it. Right, go reverse. No, again. it's absolutely no, 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 Dick. I bet it was going to be brilliant. Oh no, no, it, it, it was. Yeah. It, no, it's uh, no, it was. Um, no, uh, but, but the reason we like, I think we like seeing characters in conflict. And you know, my character is called Tyler. He's 19 years old in this show, in Age Four Beauty, and he. You know, he's um, j- just just clarifying why we're here for. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, do you not just like meeting new people? Uh, no, 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 I love it. I do. I personally, I, I absolutely this do. This is the best way to promote a show. Do it on your own personality. Oh, oh well, thank you. Well, you know, what, you for get your That's on BBC One tomorrow, nine p.m. Tomorrow night. Yeah, no, that's crept up on, on us. Is I, I, I was going like, what when's it going to come out? And then suddenly, like, bam, two then weeks there, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How uh, many episodes are there? It's six episodes, okay. and it's you know it's fantastic. We did a uh, premiere screening in Manchester the other night, and um, you know it's, it seemed very well received, and people were having loads of fun with it. It's exciting, and, isn't it? That's an exciting thing. To yeah, do, very you exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think we'd we'd had you know we'd done two private screenings with the cast and crew, and we okay. all felt, felt very proud with what it translated to. Good. And okay. I think our creator Debbie felt very happy about it. I think she's, you know, I think she's interested. We had a, a director, Paul Norton Walker, who. Who put us in? Uh, you know, we were completely, you know, I completely trusted being in his hands. Like he yeah, really yeah. was helpful, and especially because it was the first thing I ever did on camera. Like he was, yeah. You know, he was very, very good at trying to, you know, make me see the difference in the medium of just letting the lens trust you. You know, well, you trust the lens yeah, yeah, rather, yeah. and then, and not having to reach the back of a room, like like say in theatre. Yeah, which is what. I've, so another warming in, yeah. thing that though, I think, and I think that often gets forgotten in film and TV. That so if someone's there, it's their first gig, it's their first job ever doing mm. that. There's mm. so many things that on set you just know already. And it, I think people oftentimes forget that mm. if it's someone's first go at this, that you've got to give them a crash course in it. You know, about like hitting marks and all that sort of stuff and leaving a beat after mm. action and all, all these sorts of things that everyone yeah. else takes for granted. As a newbie, you, you know, I don't mean yeah, but I mean one would mm. could be sat there or stood there going, I don't even know when I start. Mm. 
Like, do you know what I mean? I think yeah, it's yeah. action. And, and do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know where I should look or how big it should be or how small it should be. So Yeah, I suppose. I, I think I just followed my intuition. I mean, I got the part. So, you know, yeah, yeah. There, there was clearly something saying, and, and, you know, the people on the other side of the, ca- the, other side of the camera reading in for me in the audition room was clearly thought I could do the job. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I was very grateful for that. I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'll... I'll bloody well give you a good job then. Is that what you said? <laughs> well, I, I, you know, Batman doesn't really it, that, that's, that sounds like something I, I, I would um, I would say at some, yeah, <laughs> to, to, at some point well to do. Paul. This is no, best I can. no, they're absolutely great. And you know, the, 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 I think the most fun part of it is the fact that you know I'm really excited to see how the off-screen, uh, sort of off-camera and on-camera chemistry translates on screen yeah, between yeah, yeah. all these actors. You know, as you as you mentioned, your Sue Johnson, absolutely wonderful. We got. People like Stu and Roger playing my grandfather uh, Chisler and you know uh, you know Robson Green. I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm really excited to see how people you know see these characters. Lisa Riley plays this um, this uh, character called Tina who does t- tattoos in the beauty salon, and she's you know I think she's one of Tyler's favorite artists. Right. Know, okay. uh, 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 not uh, sorry, not artists, uh, but favorite aunties. I guess although she is an artist, an artist. And, yeah, she, yeah, she does both. tattoos. Uh, and she, uh, you know, she she was great. It was really fun. I think the first time I met Lisa, I said to, her, I think I was saying in an open rehearsal room, I just said, um, so yeah, you know, just has anyone here ever done, you know, a, a soap or anything like that? Right, right, right. And of course, she's she's yeah, built yeah, this yeah. career that is is, is is so much work. Um, and she did, did this polite nod, like while looking. It was like, no, yeah, 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 but just like you know, very modestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then later on, I just went. Ah, uh, you know what? I should have just Googled. Yeah, that. yeah, totally. Because totally uh, myself, wow. I, I've never been one to watch soaps. But, you know. but Sue would, Johnson did as well, Brookside. Yeah, Susan. For a long time Brooks as well. She was in yeah, yeah. yeah, she's yeah. amazing in Brookside. And, and the royal Robson family. Green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And Robson Green, I guess, casualty sort of, casualty is source of like a soap. He was in that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if I worked with Lisa Riley, I would um, go to great lengths to only ever talk about You've Been Framed. She presented Cuban Frame for a bit, didn't she? Before Harry Hill, right? Before Harry after Beadle. I think Uh, the number one thing that I talk about with Lisa is how much she likes to take the piss out of me. Really? Okay. Uh, But, you know, I I throw it right back at her, but I think she often wins. Okay. I think it's a fun little... uh, Right, has he got a second series, this? Uh, well, we don't know yet. Don't we, know yet. But okay. basi- basically, uh, there is an I, you know, I can say that there's an, there are ideas in the works uh, okay. on, on the on the hands of the creator, and you know we're just waiting to see how it goes. We're really hoping it goes well. well if know. it does, and both yourself and Lisa return, because I don't know if you die in it or something. I've got no idea. But if, if you if you both return for Wait second series, exactly. <laughs> Um, I think that it would be funny, and I think you should do as a, a weekly report from the set yeah. of you weirdly mentioning you've been framed all the time to leave. But you've got to do it straight face. You've got to be like, which was your, um, Lisa, you know, you did re- you've been framed. Which was your favourite clip? Or say something like, um, you see this picture of you. Do you think you've been framed? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, nice, nice. That's, that's, that's good. better. I like well, that. I, there's probably a better pun in there somewhere. Mm. No, start with not. that as a subtle thing. That is a subtle thing. And start with that, but then make it, like, like sort of have your T-shirt <laughs> slip a bit so she can see there's, a, like, a you've been framed tattoo. So um, she starts thinking... I mean, this, requ- this, this elaborate plan requires me to get a tattoo... Yeah. Of you've been framed yeah, and yeah, yeah. or a picture a of one. someone. It have to be a real no, one. no, it doesn't have to real, be a real one. Real one. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I mean, you know, her, her, her tattoo. She had to sit in a makeup chair every day, getting fake tattoos all over mm. her her arms and and I think I think neck. For, I don't for think the you role, should have a fake one. Um, well, I think she'll know because she's so used to having the fake tattoos. I think she'll know. <laughs> so I think you've got to have a real tattoo. It could just be the logo. Uh, here's, here's a deal. If it helps yeah. the character, it I'll would. do it. It definitely was. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> be quite meta, wouldn't it, for for a character who's in something with Lisa Riley, who's playing a different character to have a you've been framed tattoo with, of the logo with Lisa Riley stood in front of it. I, I can only wager that it would be very strange. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there we go. I told, I told you that I would by the end of this interview yeah. get him to say he will have a tattoo. I told you of Lisa Riley. It's a little challenge that we had earlier. <laughs> Um, it's been genuinely lovely chatting with you, man. No, lovely chatting with you too. I'm Thanks so, so sorry much. that I've not let you finish one thing that you started. Everything you started to reply to, I interrupted. I, I feel like a failure as an interviewer. Do you, do you have any thoughts no. on the interview? <laughs> is, is there anything you feel like honest, you wanted to mention that I started yeah. uh, well, doing? It? Well, I can only say, you know, I can just say that, you know, a reminder that, you know, the show's on tomorrow night uh, on, on, on BBC One yeah. uh, it, at 9 pm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it runs for six weeks, six episodes. Uh, you know, it's got literally everything from you know the funny to the dark. And you know, I think there really is genuinely something in there for everyone. It looks brilliant. It's got an amazing cast. It's written handily by by Debbie Horsfield, who also writes Poldark and, and 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 other fantastic things like Sex Chips and Rock and Roll and Cutting It and uh, all the small things. And uh, and she uh, you know she she's led the charge on it. It's been absolutely fantastic. And you know, we really just hope that people come to watch it and they enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. There we go. Perfect. So let him say all the things. Yeah. And before you go, can you just, can you just sort of say I'm, I'm Batman, but like do it like you know really. So I'm just, Batman. <laughs> Our little lady, <laughs> elucidate here. Everybody wants to be a cat because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Tell me, everybody's picking up on that feline beat. So, uh, <laughs> What's What's going on? just thought I might have a nice Disney bed. <laughs> oh, we have a bed for this bed. Yeah, yeah, I reckon okay, so. Okay, I was just telling you, you've got tons of tweets that we want to try and get through. I'm um, Natalie was just telling me that um, apparently there's some tweets for Fuzzbox. Yeah, which we didn't They've see. Gone, the longer. They, I mean, I don't, and also one for Robert Bathurst, oh, that's probably shit. not worth reading out now, is it? But thanks. No, Rob. yeah, no, no, do more. All right. Okay, Joe Robert Walras says, I didn't realise. I'll Robert. say what I think he would have said in reply. Okay. I didn't realise Robert was in Toast of London. It's one of my favourite comedies. My brother and I still do the nice to see you scene, and if I can't hear him on the phone, we do the. Oh, hang on, hang on, sorry, sorry, hang on. Necessities, sorry, sorry. Starting I'm gonna come out because I. Wait. Man, this is really living. That'll do. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you now with the, okay, with the tweets and that. It's just that I didn't. They started singing the band. You can't talk over that. Well, I'm just to I finish Robert. Uh, Joe's one, not Robert. Um, for Robert, he's not here obviously now, but um, yeah. he says it when he uh, well, if he can't hear him on the phone. He do the Can you hear me, Clem Fandango? Of course, from Toast of London. Right. I know. So, what, what Robert said to that? You were going to say what you thought. Probably what is. Probably would have said it. Can you hear me, Clan Fandango? Probably would have done that. Okay. Well, Jim Taylor tweeted in when Fuzzbox were in the studio. They're no longer here yep. now. Says, bought Rules and Regulations EP in 1986. Good, and have loved them ever since. Great band. So good to hear them still enjoying themselves. I think they would say, oh, thanks very much. That's very nice of you to say so. Thank you. They really do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Jim, that is a proper nice compliment and we definitely appreciate that here at Fuzzbox. Like they were still here. Yeah, no, right. Uh, now there's lots of tweets about their people's favourite moments of you for your, this is your 99th show, 100th well, show this, next. This 100th show? Next week is the 100th show. But PDT says, I remember when he went into the studio and the wrestler kept rubbing his nipples in front of him. Ian was in the room at the time. I've got no memory of that at all. I think I do. Sort of. I can't Pete remember. came in the studio. Like one of the really, really early shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, and yeah. a wrestler rubbed his nipples. I mean, 
No, I don't really remember that. I don't either. remember that, Pete. Oh, okay. Um, Tom Armstrong. I think you've dreamt that, Pete. Tom Armstrong says, "My favourite memory is when Ian had to record a bit from his shower because some Cause someone didn't want, did yeah, the interview yeah. to go out." Yeah, that yeah. is that's not. And it was, a, it was actually a nice bit from your shower, to be honest. Um, silent, di- it was a fucking disgrace mm, that that, that person had that interview pulled. Silent Mark. Disgrace. Hypocrite. You hypocrite. Silent Mark says, my favourite memory of Ian is that time we spent a night in Leeds. Ooh. Oh, did we ever. Okay. But radio-wise, it's your interview with Robert Roger Language. Probably spelled yeah. wrong. Love listening to you talk to people you actually like and know things about. Well, that sounds I was talking about Roger Language the other day because um, I was explaining to a friend um, about... In fact, do you know what, mm. Mark? I think it was... I might remember this wrong... I think it was Kim who we're both friends with, both me and Mark, friends with this person. And I think I was telling her about when Roger Language brought the the painting yes. that he did for me. And quite how touching it was and quite... It was lovely, it, lovely wasn't moment. It, though? It was yeah, really, it was really, really nice. nice. Yeah. And he didn't sort of make a big deal get it at the end. He gave me afterwards, yeah, 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 when the music nice. was on. And I'd got, do you remember I got him to draw me a Kermit? Yeah, yeah. And I was like chuffed to bits that he'd draw me like a pen Kermit, quick. And then it transpired that he'd, also, he'd actually done me a proper piece of art as yeah. well, which remains on my wall. It gets moved around the house sometimes, but it's um, nice. put it in different places. Yeah, yeah, what a nice chap he okay. was. John Charles Manny. Manny. Dead now, of course. No, he's not, is he? <laughs> oh, God, even if he is, RIP, that's sad. No, okay, not, all right, no, John Charles Manny says, thanks, Ian, for he's the... He's got a new book out, actually, I think, okay. called Criminy. Okay, great. John Charles Manny says, thanks, Ian, for the hours of wit and mischief across 99 episodes. 100. P.S. Thoughts on Comic-Con 2018? What do you mean thoughts? I don't know on thoughts on it. I'm just reading what he says. I don't know where it is or what's going on. Brilliant! Nice to get more <laughs> thoughts from me. And Jonathan says, I think, my I think didn't Hot Toys do it? If it's San Diego Comic Con, then I think the Hot Toys. Oh, he doesn't say which one. I assume he means the London one, does he? Or does oh, he I don't mean, know. Does he, well, want, do, does, he me, does he want me to go? I don't know. He just wants thoughts on it. Adam used to get me tickets. He don't work anymore. Oh. I don't think I'd want to go actually. Okay. Well. That's my thoughts. My thoughts are, do you know what? I don't think I want to go. Okay, great. Jonathan <laughs> says, favourite memory of Ian, him yeah. hoping that guy's meal would go so wrong that he would end up with lit candles Gareth in his Bundy. eyes. Yes, Gareth Bundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wished, I've wished all sorts of villains. You've not done that for a while. No, but... Maybe for my hundredth show, we should get Gareth Bundy on the, on the phone. Try and get him on the phone. We see what he's been up to. And I could try and like really wish horrible things happening to him again. No. Just for a bit of fun. Oh, also, I just remembered something. I just remember Connor Wallace. I've not heard from him for him in a while. Yeah, he's fucked off, hasn't he? He's actually not. Is he on Twitter still? Don't know. I'm not really. No, I've not seen. Okay, um, Rick DeWolf says, uh, this is in response to Jim Sterling earlier, don't you have a VR lying around that you don't use, Jim? <coughs> Maybe you should give it to Ian. He could perhaps attempt to convince you in audio format. I did a podcast with Jim Sterling where I was trying to get his VR, oh, yeah, get yeah. VR off him. Um, they said yes I like that series now I'm not ashamed to ask for more of it um, that's, what you get, that's what you get Jim that's what you get for engaging mate now you're going to get loads of people just banging on about whether you gave me a VR or not um, thanks for joining us today it's been nice the 99th show still got a headache man oh, some really water. really have uh, coming up Sarah is now his mouse here I believe my mouse is here Sarah and the mouse are coming up with a hip hop show um, that's us for today thanks ever so much for your involvement the big 99th show on the 100th show <laughs> uh, we're doing pre-record for the 100th we show are, so but you know, if you engage. wanted to tweet in any more memories of him we'll read them out on the next show yeah do it between Eat. 6 and 8 tonight set an alarm on your phone now between tweet 6 and 8 six tonight and, eight. and make make us feel like it's a live show ok or you can email ian at fubaradio.com tweet in call in if you want to we take phone calls after 6 you're really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.